Hi, I'm Debbie, and welcome to Rattler Nation Live at Otero College in Lahana, Colorado. Joining us this morning is Jaden Bevington. She is the mentoring coordinator for the AIM program here at the college, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit. Um, so tell you who you are and how you came to be in this position. Um, well, like you said, my name is Jaden. Um, I came to be in this position because I graduated with my bachelor's of psychology and I thought that this was a really great stepping stone for that and I just thought it'd be great to come back to Otero when okay. I graduated from here. So you're an Otero alumni? Yes, me Oh, well, excellent. Excellent. So let's talk a little bit about the AIM Mentoring Program. What are its goals and what is its overall mission? Um, well, the overall mission is retention and completion. So we want students to graduate and continue going to school as well as actually learning and not just, you know, skimming by to get to graduation. So you want, you, um, your intent is to help students make sure they complete what they start. If they start a degree, get to the end so that they can apply it to the real world. All right. So now... Um, Talk about what a mentor is, and uh, specifically, because not everybody understands the whole terminology of mentor. Yes, so a mentor, um, at least for us, is either a faculty or a sophomore. And for the sophomores, they have to be a good student, so they have to have a certain GPA, and they have to have a certain um, like sociable personality. So they are someone who is um, kind of a big brother, if you will. They're someone that another freshman or um, another student can look up to, to be a good student, to help guide them through college, um, what's on and off of campus, um, and just being kind of a guide. Okay, so as, as it pertains to this program, the mentors that you select are Otero students, um, the older students that are in their second year, and they're paired with a freshman or beginning student based on uh, their interests, their likes, and their abilities. And we have, it's, it's, so it's a peer mentoring program that you put together. So we have students helping students. Yes. Is that correct? And okay. We also have faculty that help students. Okay. Um, so we have a select. Um, handful of faculty that are also in that same position to help guide and to help um, show them the way. Okay, so currently how many students do you have that are participating in the mentoring program? Um, last time I checked we were about 63. Okay, that's, yeah. that's a really nice number. All right, so let's talk a little bit about what are all of the things that a mentor does to help a student. Um, they do so many things, um, but specifically I'll talk about our peers. Um, for some of them, it was having a person to show them what's on campus, like where's the calf, where's the good vending machines, um, how to find teachers, especially if they have offices like down here in humanities or it's kind of hard to find. Um, they also help them find all the services, like the disability services, the tutor, um, how to get a hold of financial aid, basically all the stuff that you're not necessarily 
taught you just kind of figure out on your own so they okay. have that so time. so it's a campus buddy who helps them navigate the facilities the buildings and all the little things that you learn as a freshman but as a sophomore you can show you can talk about too a freshman oh that's interesting okay so they're not so in their role as mentors they're not necessarily helping them with homework or class schedules or anything like that they're mostly helping them navigate just learning how to become a college student yeah they also can help with that as well um i think the main goal is to help them figure out how to be a college student and then in later semesters like this upcoming next one it's more of kind of figuring out what the next steps are. what the next steps are okay so uh faculty mentors do they have a little different role than say a a peer mentor and what they do for students um i not necessarily they pretty much do the same thing i have noticed however that um with the faculty it's a lot more um furthering the next steps of figuring out if they want to continue college what they want to do with that um it's kind of looking past Otero. So it's a little more forward thinking and peer tutors have a tendency to be in 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 today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where to find the student life activity and mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. All right, great. All right. Um so as this progresses through the AIM program, what are some of the benefits that you're seeing students uh gain from being uh part of the mentor program? Uh, both on the freshman student side and the peer student, uh, the peer mentoring side? Um, I've noticed a lot of benefits from students becoming more acclimated to the college faster, finding friend groups faster um, with the peer mentors. A lot of them are friends now, um, as well as academically. Uh, for example, the entire wrestling team is enrolled and they're. Uh, group GPA is up significantly compared to last semester's. So the buddy system is helping to give confidence and and stability, yeah. because that first year, <laughs> that first year at college, you're a little bit out, a little bit out of your element, and mm -hmm. so you need to be acclimated. Okay, that's great. So, um, do you find that your uh, peer tutors are obtaining a different level of maturity and uh, responsibility by being uh, the person who helps someone that's, you know, guides them through their freshman year? Yes, I definitely think that they find it quite beneficial, um, especially seeing, because some of them will struggle and be like, hey, I think you need to have a meeting with this person and seeing them work with them to get those goals. And when okay. their peer, when their mentee finishes those goals, they just feel that same sense of accomplishment okay. well and and information or advice coming from student to student is perceived much differently than student to adult mm -hmm. and I think students talk the same language with each other and can relate their own growing experiences throughout their freshman year all right yeah. great <laughs> so as the sum sem we're almost to the end of the semester what do you have for future projects that you're going to do through your AIM mentoring program? Um, well, I definitely have a lot in mind. Um, some of the main ones could be just a lot more workshops. Um, I did one this past semester talking about 
communication and how we can see warning signs of poor mental health and how we can intervene before it goes any further than that. So I would like to do a lot more of those workshops with more than just my mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also like to do a lot of workshops that could help the students realize what's on campus and what is actually available to them and they don't. So, uh, for example, like Sarah, the mental health counselor, that that's available for them and they can go to it, um, as well as working on good study habits in group settings, like with their mentors. Um, I have so many projects in mind. Oh, that's great. That's great. I'm glad to see, you know, that you're, you know, you're constantly thinking and looking for new ways and new opportunities for students. So in the spring semester, will you be focusing some of your efforts on helping helping students to transition to their four-year university or whatever goes on beyond that? Yes, um, some of the goals for next semester, especially for my sophomore mentees, is going to be looking forward, um, graduation goals and applications and all of that technical stuff that goes into moving on and kind of deciding what they want to do from there. Great. Okay, so if students want to contact you, what's your phone number? Um, My phone number is 719-384-384. Six eight eight zero. Okay, and where is your office located? It is located in the Learning Commons, across from Trio, in room one twenty two. One twenty two. So everybody who's been on campus knows that the Learning Commons, which was formerly our library, it still is, but it's a lot <laughs> more fun now. And then on the back side of that, it, right above the door, it says Academic Success Center, which is uh, where your Trio office is, and right in the path where students go for everything you know that uh, little blue rug is the the river that goes through there and that's the way they walk back and forth to the cafeteria and dorms and all kinds of places all right well thank you so uh what hours are you in your office um i am here from eight to noon and then from four thirty to six thirty, monday through thursday okay all right well thank you Jaden. i appreciate you coming in today and talking about the aim mentoring program here on Rattler Nation. Uh, We'll be right back in just a few minutes. If you have a disability and feel that you may benefit from accommodations while attending Otero College, please contact Accessibility Services at oc-accessibility at otero.edu or you can call 719- 384-6963 to set up an intake appointment. Accessibility Services is a free service that is here to support you in all your educational endeavors and help promote your independence and self-advocacy. Accessibility Services strives to provide a supportive, accessible, non-discriminatory learning and working environment for students, faculty, staff, and visitors with disabilities. The vision of Accessibility Services is that individuals with disabilities have full access to education services, events, and activities Otero College has to offer. Students with disabilities that wish to request accommodations for their courses slash testing need to follow the steps listed. Number one, set up an intake appointment with the accessibility specialist located in the Learning Commons, room 123. Step two, complete and submit the online forms for student information and student rights and responsibilities. Step three, once you've met with the Accessibility Service Specialist, 
you will work together to create your letter of accommodations or LOAs, which will list the appropriate and reasonable accommodations for your courses. Step four, the accessibility specialist will email the LOAs to each of your instructors to ensure they are notified about your accommodation needs. Step five, make sure to contact the office to sign up for accommodations each semester if needed. The online forms can be found on the Otero website under Accessibility Services or on the Learning Commons LibGuide site under the Accessibility Services tab. to Rattler Nation and joining us for the this session is Gary Addington. He is Dean of Students at Otero College and we're going to talk a little bit about what a Dean of Students does um, and he's he's all over campus so I mean he has a really busy job so you know I just first, try to look busy Debbie. You, you try to look busy? Yeah okay. I'm not always busy. So give us a little overview of what a Dean of Students is. I think the biggest thing that my job entails is just providing students and support and oversee the total student experience. So just providing an avenue so we can see our students grow and develop, um, you know, take ownership of their own education um, and just flourish into to awesome people where they can leave here, finish, and then move on to maybe a four-year institution to continue their education. Okay. Or maybe just to jump into uh, work right away. Maybe just enter the job market. Yeah. Okay. So most of what you do is be there for students no matter what. And that's yeah. a pretty broad category. Very broad. Very yeah. broad And I category. think the position, like for, for me, and uh, I, I think it's a position, too, where you have to have probably one of the biggest skills is interpersonal skills and being able to communicate yeah. with students. And, and, yeah, it is broad. You know, I look at. Uh, some of the things that I do on campus is, is chair a few committees, the, the care team, which is it's formally known as behavioral intervention team. Uh, now it's the ca campus assessment response and evaluation team. But what that is is, um, you know, if we've got some, some students that might be in crisis on campus, um, there's, there's, a, there's an, an avenue for faculty, staff, students to send in uh, concerns uh, that that we can then take and use those. I I don't want to say use those reports, but you know, actively it, go out. Yeah, and, and actively maybe seek out that student mm -hmm, to see if there's yeah. something we can do to help solve yeah. whatever whatever their situation is. That's, yeah. that's we have a lot problem. of resources. Yeah. Have a lot of resources on campus where we can really assist students and. And get them on track or help them stay on track. Uh, the safety security team, along with Vince Fraker, uh, that's another one. Campus security and safety, obviously, you know, falls into the the umbrella of of the students, student mm -hmm. affairs, yeah. um, athletic council. Uh, you know, there's still some oversight that I look at um, in the athletic department. Coach Carrillo, Chris Carrillo's our athletic director, does a phenomenal job, but. Uh, we, we work together in a lot of different ways to help enhance the, the athletic experience also and then have a little bit, uh, I guess, of a liaison relationship with faculty and staff to really 
boost our student athlete experience. Yeah. Yeah, because those student athletes, I mean, you know, the students is first and athletes is second, but in their mind, they're mostly athletes. And when they're on the road, they're gone a lot. So they have to figure out a way to be able to compensate for all the time that they're away from campus and stay caught up on their academics and homework. And so sometimes yeah. that's a juggling act for those students to figure out how to how to do all those things you yeah and know? it's it and within our athletic council we do have some some faculty and there are some staff in there which really helps create that connection a little bit to where you know when our students are gone what are the the needs you know the i i guess they're the representative from our faculty to help give us insight yeah as, as to from how, from how the we can... from the faculty standpoint right. yeah mm -hmm. yeah exactly and then yeah. With Angela Moore, our vice associate vice president of enrollment, uh, looking at the student affairs council, uh, being a part of that, and then uh, one of my my most valued opportunities uh, to be a part of is is the president's cabinet. Yeah, um, and cabinet meets almost weekly. Uh, once a week it gives yeah. you guys an opportunity to sit around a table and discuss <laughs> what's happened on campus and yeah. and what you know, where we're headed down for the future and, and planning steps. So yeah, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's yeah. a, it's a good means for everybody to be in the same room and, and oh, yeah. talk about things because yeah. sometimes we get busy and that doesn't always happen. Yeah. 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 So you also do a lot of things with the residence hall. Yeah. Uh, Gage Mayo, who's our, our resident hall manager right now does a tremendous job. Uh, but yeah, there's some oversight there. Uh, he's also student government, which is a big, big part of our of our campus to where students, uh, you know, the, the student government set mm -hmm. up to where students have a voice. Yeah. Um, you know, they can bring issues and, and situations, uh, if you will, to, to the cabinet group and where we can make improvements and we can get better uh, yeah, to because, help that student experience again. Yeah, yeah, because students may have a different perception of what they think is fun or appropriate <laughs> than we do, you know. Which leads into the disciplinary reports and discipline reporting yeah. and, you know, any behavioral issues that, you know, we might see from faculty and staff and, you know, that they'll come they'll come through my office and you know, we usually and have good sit downs. But the intent of those two is I mean, you know, we're not going to the principal's office, we're not going to the dean's office. Yeah. We we wanna try to help these students there's a reason why maybe they're acting out or and yeah. you know well creating. you know find out what their thinking was when they did what they did <laughs> or didn't do what they were supposed to do and then you know help them come to some resolution that mm -hmm. they have to have personal responsibility as becoming young adults for everything that they do and that sometimes there are consequences for actions that are maybe not as appropriate as they could have been. Yeah, we talk a lot about taking ownership and being yeah. accountable for your actions and, and then, mm -hmm. you know, moving forward, not necessarily disciplinary measures, but, you know, looking at it, um, I, I think disciplinary action, you know, I always think of my kids, I'm going to discipline you or I'm going to, yeah. but, uh, you know, I guess that I can't think of the... Sometimes sometimes just giving them the perspective of what they did could have been handled better in a different way or not done at all. I mean, yeah, sometimes just talking to them and pointing out all of the options that were available and 
consequences think, that are available to go along with those and things. And you know what made me better at that is having my own kids and going through that yeah. that experience. Mm-hmm. My uh-huh. wife teases me right now, telling me that I'm a little more soft on my younger ones right now. And I think it's, uh, you know, just looking at the big picture, I don't want to say that I'm soft, but uh, You approach at, it differently. Mm-hmm, yeah, different approach. Yeah, because yeah. I did that. I mean, you know. I have five children, and so what I did with the first one and what I did with the last one, you know, it grew as I became more aware of better ways mm-hmm. to approach a situation. And and so, yeah, we do the same thing here. You know, as we, as we work with our students, we're always constantly evolving into a better, better way to handle uh, just about everything. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect, Debbie. Perfect, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well— what else would you like to talk about? I mean, you're a pretty busy guy, so. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just, you know, I think one of the things I value most about my position is the relationships that uh, are fostered with all of our students. Um, you know, I was the athletic director for years. I was a baseball coach for years. Um, you know, you're you're in a little bit of a silo with that, those groups. Yeah. You know, one silo to another silo, and then now it's, you know, we're looking at all of the student body. So, and I think that's one of the things I also was an adjunct math instructor for years. And so I was, you know, hit a little bit different population with that. So in, in, in the same manner, looking at the entire student body and, and having relationships with the entire student yeah. body, getting to know, you know, some of our nursing students to some of our ag students that I may not, you know, had yeah. interacted with. Uh, before, but the the building of relationships with the students and working with them daily and helping them uh, in all aspects, I think is I value that. That's I really enjoy that. Well, and when you look at our student population, we have an extremely diverse student population. We have everything from we have high school kids. We mm-hmm. have students that are freshmen coming right out of high school. We have non-traditional students. So on our campus, you're going to see. A little bit of everything Mm -hmm. and they're all mixed into classes together but they all have very different life situations and so it it makes it a little bit of a challenge to to you know make it work for everyone I think when that when when students come to campus for visits really want them to come during during the school year because the campus culture is completely I mean it's totally different than that of the area, obviously, because, yeah. yeah. you know, we've got students from, like you mentioned, from all over the place that bring a lot of cool stuff to our inst- yeah. to our college. Yeah. So it's, well, it's thank exciting, you for, too. Well, thank you for joining yeah. us. I, yeah. This has been great, you know, <laughs> get to know you a little better and let students know that you're you're always there. Yeah, we're here for man, yeah. and that, I think that's, that's the one thing, like, you know— they don't know where to go. They don't know what to do. Find me. Catch me. Yep. Grab me by the. Yep. And now they know what you now they know what you look like, so they can catch <laughs> you as deal. you're running around Crown Campus. <laughs> if they want to find you in your uh, office, yeah. you're in McBride Hall. Mm-hmm. You're in the Student Services Center. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, we have an awesome office too. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much yep. for joining us yep. this morning. Thanks, you, Deb. We'd like it. to invite everybody to. Uh, Go out and follow the Otero College uh, YouTube channel, and then uh, the Rattler Nation videos are all posted on our playlist. Please view those and like them, and we'll see you next week at Rattler Nation live from Otero College.